if there are really things in our life uh, wherein we are not able to see a breakthrough or wherein we are not able to possess the promises of god in its entirety or its in its fullness to manifest in our life it is because there is a certain pattern in our life that is happening or a certain pattern that is taking place in our life and we need to be delivered from that pattern now that pattern might be a mindset that pattern might be a lifestyle that pattern might be a a uh, situational or circumstantial pattern that always keeps happening so to need your to get your breakthrough you need deliverance okay and to get this deliverance as yesterday i was speaking on the topic of idols okay as i already explained to you that uh, usually we are very judgmental about gentiles who worship idols but in the new testament uh, everything related to the work of the flesh is considered an idol and yesterday we uh stopped at that place where we uh, uh, we read that we need to mortify the deeds of the body or we need to put to death the works of the body which relate to our earthly nature so that we can inherit the heavenly nature into us okay so just something a uh, few things more about an idol okay how do you know that uh, you are into idolatry okay how do you know that you are into idolatry so because many as i already explained to you many children of god do not understand that by being a child they do not receive the fullness of god's inheritance in their life you need to be a matured son to receive the fullness of god to receive the fullness of his promises to receive your inheritance in god your inheritance in christ into your life now galatians also says that and you know bible continuously exhorts us not to waste or not to make vain the grace of god why because by the grace of god we who were in first adam have been redeemed and we are placed in the last adam who is christ and christ is the best place to be in christ we are god's sons so sonship is the language of god sonship is not a message or sonship is not a theology it is a language of god and it is the expression of god now we being the sons of god if we do not mature we will remain childlike okay now many people might say uh brother din jesus said uh, let the children come to me for the kingdom of god is of such okay so you need to have a childlike nature but you need to mature so no matter how mature you are in christ you need to have a childlike nature it is not saying you know be a child it is saying mature but have a childlike nature why because only thing a child knows is that the child's parents the father and the mother of the child is the child source and a child in in his innocence knows that whatever he demands or whatever he asks of the father or whatever the child is seeking from the child's mother the child will receive it so no matter how uh, how much we are growing into the kingdom no matter how deep our relationship with god is we should always maintain this childlike nature wherein we see god as our father as our source and we also see the comforting nature that motherly nature in the same god okay so that it that is what it means to be childlike okay now how do we know that uh, we are stuck okay because many believers really don't know that they are stuck in the wilderness many believers don't know that they are not making a progression ahead in life now we all know the story where the israelites were delivered from the egyptians and the reason they were delivered god already told them i delivered you so that you will serve me he already delivered them so that they will serve him and as a result of serving god they would end up in the promised land now they lost the vision they lost the focus 
so what happened they went ringa ringa roses in the wilderness now as a believer if we don't understand whether we are taking turns we are taking circles in the wilderness if we don't understand this we will not be able to cut short a route and you know go to the promised land just like when you are using your ola uh, when you are using your so not ola when you are using your google map okay if you get stuck somewhere and the google map is just taking you round and round some at some time you need to realize that you know either you need to restart your phone or you need to restart your app or you need to put the right destination and check whether you're going ahead in the same way as believers we need to constantly check ourselves if we are going in the right direction now i'm going to throw something here okay and carefully listen to what i'm saying the old testament was not written to us but it was written for us as an example so there are patterns in the old testament that serve as an example to us that can propel us into our promised land okay so for a new testament believer the promised land is not heaven listen to me carefully for a new testament believer the promised land is not heaven or else uh, the very easy way to uh, possess your promise is through death for a new testament believer the promised land is not heaven for a new testament believer the promised land is a place of fullness where his soul and his body is conformed to the complete image of christ right now you are 33% god on the inside meaning to say right now you have the same spirit that god has but then your soul and your body are still in your control or i would say your soul and your body is not yet redeemed your soul and your body is not christ like why because the more you are renewed in your mind and the more you discipline your body your body and your soul together will reflect your spirit and as your body and your soul reflect your spirit the in the corruptible nature in your soul and your body will be taken up by the incorruptible nature of the spirit why because the holy spirit is truly incorruptible you know when jesus touched the leper everybody used to think that you know if you touch the leper you might get the leprosy but when jesus touched the leper the leper was healed what do you understand by that when the corrupt incorruptible touches the corruptible the corruptible has to vanish or the corruptible is swallowed up so paul says i am rest assured about going to heaven but the challenge is here right now while i am living on earth god doesn't want me to be a dead sacrifice god doesn't want me to be a slaughtered sacrifice god doesn't want me to be a persecuted sacrifice god doesn't want me to lay my life down here and go off to heaven fast god wants me to be a living sacrifice means what god wants me to live on earth god wants me to live among men god wants me to live in this world but god wants me to live like i am representing christ or god wants me to live on this earth as christ would live on this earth so paul says this is my deepest desire this is my deepest deepest affection that the fullness of heaven that the glory of heaven that the power of heaven this is what he means to say by the clothes of heaven will come down to earth and clothe me okay it's not like i am wearing an indian terrain shirt now or sometimes we were van usen lp or louis philip okay so it's not like a cloth not like this cloth what kind of clothes paul is talking about heaven does not have any branded material heaven does not have any special uh, textile heaven doesn't have any special color what when paul is saying the clothes of heaven he means to say that the nature of heaven will clothe me right here on earth okay so 
this is what we don't understand when when we get sick when we get sick we desire for healing but when we are healed when we are still healed we do not desire that the corruptible nature in us should go and the incorruptible nature in us should come that is why the holy spirit is inside us why because he wants to release he wants to release a frequency he wants to release an energy and bible says the same spirit that raised christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body now what will an an immortal spirit do to an mortal body it will make the immortal body how it will make the mortal body into immortal how by quickening it what does quickening mean quickening means recharging quickening means refreshing quickening means giving a shot quickening means transmitting power so that is how god's agenda or god's plan for our life works so when we lose the desire to work i know um, we've been seeing the paper and we've been seeing lot of things people committing suicide okay why is this because this is a trick of the enemy because the enemy makes us believe that you know there is a better place beyond earth and the enemy makes us believe that god will set us free from all problems god will set us free from all pains if we die that is a lie of the enemy why because that is a lie of the enemy because the enemy wants us not to overcome in this world now faith has been given to us we do not uh, we do not have our own faith but we have the faith of the son and faith has been given to us so that we overcome the world not that we are overcome by the world so you know we have a vision and we have a focus that we should not be overcome by corruption now corruption might mean poverty it might mean sickness it might mean disease it might mean pain it might mean persecution we should not be overcome by corruption next we should have an overflow of god's incorruptible power in us so that through this overflow the corruptible that is there in our soul and our body will be eliminated and this incorruptible this resurrection power will work in our life in its fullness now where can we miss the mark god has already delivered us from the kingdom of darkness right he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness the israelites were delivered from egypt correct now why god has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness and placed us into the kingdom of his son so that we will be confirmed to the same image of his son who is the glorified christ so just as how christ is above principality power principality power dominion authority and above death so that we will become just like christ that is the end result or that is the promise that is our confirmation that is whom we are that is who we are going to be confirmed to now in this journey just like the israelites had a journey in the wilderness we also have a journey in the wilderness now in our journey in the wilderness the number one thing that counts my friend the number one thing that counts in a journey in the wilderness is not whether we have seen the miracles of god because you and me all of us at some time have seen the miracles of god but there is something beyond the miracles which will determine whether life is sustained in us or life is not sustained in us what is that thing that thing is coming to a place of rest daily where you can hear god's voice coming to a place of rest daily where you can hear god's voice okay let me just go through the scriptures for today and let me explain that to you uh today's scripture is taken from 1 corinthians chapter 10 please read this entire chapter after uh, after we are done with the call right now i'm reading you can just see the chat screen on your laptop or your phone i have posted the verse there 
1 Corinthians chapter 10. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. And do not become idolaters as some of them were. Okay, now recognize this verse. Before this verse, it talks about evil desires. After this verse, it talks about sexual immorality. And I already explained all this to you. I already told you that sexual immorality is the uh, is a most dangerous kind of sin because uh, it will you are killing your own body when you indulge into it. Okay, so stay away from it. But here there is something. It says verse seven, and do not become idolaters as some of them were. Verse fourteen. Therefore, my beloved. Flee from idolatry. Okay. Now, the Israelites, some of them were sexually impure, some of them were given to evil desires, but majority of them, what happened with them? They were eating and drinking and making merry in life, not focused on the promise of God. So they lost the focus that they needed to look ahead. They lost the focus that God had actually brought them through uh, out of Egypt. And God had a purpose and a plan for their life. And the purpose and plan of God for their life was that they would go to the promised land. Now, instead of persuading themselves with a purpose, instead of persuading themselves with a plan, instead of persuading themselves with the mighty power of God, instead of persuading themselves with the goodness of God. Why? Because they were going to go to a place where they would not sweat, where they would not slot, where they would not dig, where they would not work for this, where they would be the head, not the tail, where, where they have not sown, they would reap results. Now they are going to a place like that. So if they are going to a place like that and somebody promised them that they will go to a place like that and that somebody, the Almighty God, already redeemed them from a place like Egypt, they need to be persuaded by the goodness of God. Hey, I am going there and I need to make hurry. I need to make haste that I need to go there. Instead of making that haste, they became comfortable. Every day morning, there is manna coming. Morning, the cloud is coming. Night, there's a pillar of fire. You know, they had the AC in the daytime, the heater in the nighttime, and they became relaxed in their life. And Bible says, this is idolatry. When you are not pursuing the fullness of God, when you are not pursuing the plan of God, where you are not pursuing the purpose of God, for your life, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and all your strength. Your will, like yesterday I was explaining to you, your will is very important to keep your life free from idols. Why? Because we read in the Old Testament, when the people decided to build a tower of Babel that would reach up to heaven, God said, God said among himself, okay, the same God who said, let us make man in our own image and likeness, that same God said to himself between the fathers and Holy Spirit, if man has decided so, he will surely do it and nothing can stop him from what he has imagined. You know, your heart, mind, soul, and strength is so powerful. Your will is so powerful. Imagine if an unredeemed creation, if those who were in Adam, their willpower was powerful, how much your willpower is powerful. But if you are not able to use your will to look to God's purpose and God's plan, if you are not able to use your will to stop remaining distracted and to listen to God's voice, that is where the error starts. Because Bible says, the problem was not with God being gracious. The problem was not with God being merciful. 
but the problem was through all these miracles god was waiting for an opportunity where they would come to a point of rest and they would say god we need to hear your voice bible says he made them go round and round because he was looking for an opportunity where instead of talking to him and asking things they would actually stop and ask him what he had in his mind in his heart for their life that's why jesus who was the one who pioneered the way who became a high priest who broke who broke through the holy of holies who made a way into the heavens for us he is the one who instead of falling for the same temptation that the israelites fell to wherein they did not hear god's voice he is the one who said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word but by every word but by every word what does this every word mean my friend every day morning god has a word to speak to you in every situation every circumstance of your life god has a word to speak to you and you need to start your plan you need to start your project you need to start your day you need to start your uh, planning your finances everything by listening to god's voice when you don't listen to god's voice there are three major reasons why you would not be able to you are not hearing god's voice okay some people hear god's voice but when they when do they hear god's voice is that they start going into life by themselves and suddenly they realize they are stuck now just like a person who is stuck what would he do he would open the phone put the data on put the gps on and then you know check for a redirection i'm not talking about checking with god for redirection that we all do when you know things don't go right that we all do when we experience failure but i'm talking about prioritizing listening to god's voice as the number one criteria for energy for focus for determination in your life now three reasons why people do not listen to god's voice number one worry we are worried about what will happen today that we don't want to rest and listen to god's voice number two busy we are so busy that we say if let me hear god's voice once a situation comes down and trust me when we try to do like that situations will never come down in a life so first is worries second is busy third is idolatry okay or in other words worry and busyness both either this extreme or that extreme or idleness okay even idleness all three of them bring you to a point of idolatry where you are saying there is something else that can give me life it might you it might be the breakfast that you eat it might be the people's opinion you listen to it might be the social media you are checking or it might be even the job you are going to because you know you never skip going to job but how come there have been days there have been months there have been years that you not heard god's voice directly for your life and you know uh, i'm not talking about reading the bible reading the bible is good but you know the proceeding voice of god for your life you have not heard it and you are just trying to live 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 not realizing that you do not have the rema to have a straight road to have a highway road to the promised land so that is why people do not recognize you know some people experience miracle but when they experience miracle in the next cycle of their life they experience a challenge then they experience a miracle next cycle of their life they experience a challenge what they are not understanding is god is doing the miracle by his grace and mercy but this same god who is doing the miracle by his grace and mercy is actually looking 
for us. He's looking for us to come and rest in his bosom and hear his voice. Because when he releases the word, his word is sustained by his power. His word is activated by his power. His word works by himself. His word creates. His word demolishes. His word modifies. His word does what is impossible with man. His word can reframe, rephrase, or restructure anything in this world. That is why when we lean onto his bosom and when we hear his voice, that is the best thing that you can do to keep your life free from idolatry. Now, if you've not been listening to God's voice, we're going to pray for you now. Some of the things you need to understand is when you sit in God's presence to listen to his voice, sit in a relaxed way. Don't pressurize yourself. Don't keep telling yourself, you know, I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear, or I'm going to. If you're going to talk to yourself continuously, you're not going to hear God's voice. The best thing to do is to become aware after you do, after you play some praise and worship song or whichever way you commune with God, whichever way you interact with God, just become still. And you know, that is why the tempter always keeps people busy because when you are busy, some people are busy physically, some people are busy going around, and some people are busy in their mind. When you are busy on the inside, my friend, and you do not practice stillness on the inside, you will not be able to hear God's voice. You will not be able to hear God's voice. And if you are busy on the inside, it is because there is a kind of idolatry working in your life. It might be busyness, it might be worry, or it might be idleness. So you need to still down. If you're not able to still down, declare to yourself, okay? Tell yourself that I am redeemed by the incorruptible blood of the Lamb. Tell yourself that my body is dead towards sin. Tell yourself that once you are dead in sin, now you are dead to sin. Tell yourself that you have the life of God in you. Tell yourself that through Jesus Christ, you have a living relationship with God. Speak, 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 okay? If you do not find stillness on the outside, one of the ways you can find stillness is that, you know, use your voice. Use your verbal voice. Use the loudness of your voice. Just like you would shout on someone, use this voice to shout and declare your identity. And once you do that, still down. As you still down, ask God to speak to you. If it is uh, regarding your future, if it is regarding a situation or circumstance in your life, ask God to speak to you. Whatever God speaks to you, write it down, okay? Now, you need to do this as a daily lifestyle practice because Jesus did not say, if you eat the word once or if you hear the preceding word once, that you will live forever. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. That means what? God has word for me day in and day out. God has word for me throughout the day. That is why it's so important for me not to lose my consciousness of who God is and who God is to me and who God is in me. Because the moment I lose this consciousness, I will also lose the ear to hear him speaking to me. He can speak to me anytime, but I practice giving him priority. I practice honoring him. I practice, uh, you know, honor that brings life. So that is the reason I would choose the first part of the day. That is the reason I would choose him to be the first one I talk to. That is the reason I choose him to be the first one I wait on so that I can receive his proceeding voice. And by receiving his proceeding voice, I am impregnating myself with life. Okay. Yesterday, one of the verses we read is uh, we said, their idols speak, cannot speak. In other words, do idols speak? Actually, idols speak, my friend. Idols 
get us under their control idols attract us idols idols please us idols entertain us idols direct us but when the bible says the idols do not speak words of life what the uh, bible means is that when you are in the influ- under the influence of an idol what actually happens is you respect that idol and you respect the direction of that idol you know especially in our modern age where you know economics has taken another level financial stability has taken another level where in education has taken another level many people have their intellect as their idol many people have their uh, human wisdom as their intellect many people have their reasoning you know reasoning because uh, we live in a world that is fast moving we live in a world where technology is at peak they have their reasoning as their idol now what that idol does is it speaks to you and it controls your life and you do not understand that it's actually programming you to death it's only when you see the end result you realize oh my god it's been 20 days i could hear my father's voice clearly it's been 30 days i heard my father's voice clearly it's been almost 6 months that i never heard my father regarding the situation and circumstance in my life so it's time my friend that whatever that idol is there in your life it might be greed it might be money you know because uh, as i speak to a lot of people especially regarding uh, healing and especially regarding cycles or patterns in their life wherein you know, something or the other is going on i really understand that a mix of education and a mix of uh, finances and a mix of social status has become their idol and that actually controls them more than god's voice more than god's word in their life and that is the reason they're not able to break through okay so wherever you are just stretch your hand towards the screen you can put uh, if you want you can put both your hands on your ears i'm just going to pray a prayer of declaration over you i'm just going to release you by the blood by the incorruptible blood of the lamb so that you will be able to hear the father's voice clearly so that you will be able to hear your daddy's voice clearly father i thank you for each and every one on this call right now i pray for every year that is every spiritual year every year of understanding every mind of understanding father i pray for every spirit every soul every being listening to my voice right now in the name of jesus by the incorruptible blood of the lamb i nullify and i break their ears i break their understanding away from every wrong voice from every voice of the idol father it might be education it might be finances it might be the lust it might be the pleasures of this world it might be the greed of this world right now father i cut them off from every wrong influence by the blood of jesus by the incorruptible blood of the lamb i cut them off and father i speak a regeneration in them father i speak a regeneration in them i speak a fresh thirst in them i speak a fresh desire in them your word says why are we spending money why are we laboring for things that you know will not give us life for things that will not satisfy us for things that are going to deplete us of energy and focus father i pray for such people father whose soul whose um, bodies are already carrying a frequency of death i speak to that frequency i speak to it i eliminate it i command it to go out right now in the name of jesus right now in the name of jesus i see somebody falling down under under the power of god right now i see some people experiencing heaviness on their head right now i see some people experiencing fire on their hands fire on their heads right now 
Father, I speak, Father, let your fire, let your glory, let your goodness come upon them, Father. Let that heavy weight, let that glory of union, let that glory, Father, that overshadows every other thought pattern, that overshadows every other pride, that overshadows every other identity crisis. Let that glory come upon them, Father, because they might be able to hear, they will be able to hear, and they will be able to sense and know that this is your sweet voice calling out to them. This is your sweet voice calling out to them. This is your sweet voice calling out to them. I pray for people who are under condemnation. I pray for people who are under guilt. I pray for people who are not able to overcome the shame of their past. I pray for people, especially I see people who have a shame of their past as a stigma on their life. And right now I see by the blood of Jesus, I speak, I see that by the reverse of refreshing of the holy spirit god is wiping that away from your life god is wiping that away from your life god is wiping that away from your life i speak father a new freshness i speak father a new glory and i speak father a fresh fire on this heart father and i pray father that they will be able to hear your voice as they hear your voice day in and day out as they flee their life from idolatry, as they flee their life from thinking food is important, from thinking washroom is important, from thinking job is important, as they flee a life of idolatry, and as they give honor and priority to listening to your voice, Father, I pray your shalom, I pray your peace, I pray your joy, I pray your prosperity come upon them, descend upon them, descend upon them, descend upon them. Right now there's anointing coming upon such some people, you're able to feel it on your left hand, you're able to feel it on the side of your face. Okay, you might see gold dust, you might see supernatural oil in your hands. Father, I speak your glory and your grace on these people. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.